was the show. <laughs> Listen, to hey, well, the nice thing, the nice thing, yeah, exactly. I was gonna, that's, that's, I was gonna, that's exactly do what it. I was gonna do. Go ahead, take me there. Well, the FBI is listening to this whole thing, so that's right. <laughs> uh, no, it's well. I mean, I made Lex watch sneakers for a podcast, uh, <laughs> and so I feel like that's the made most appropriate. Him? I did gift gave him oh, the gift. Yeah, this is true. Me too. Empowered yeah. you too. Yeah. Watching, yeah. Well, I just that made me think of the line where the uh, you know, oh, you're the ones we hear breathing on the other side of the line. No, that's the FBI. I don't know. It's what's amazing to me about this debate over whether the FBI and the Justice Department should be able to compel Apple to help them uh, crack the passcode on this phone is how uh, cleanly the debate is spread, where seemingly um, it's not just a liberal or conservative thing. I mean, there there is a lot of that, too, but it really seems to me like it's very much uh, – is a technical person and is not a technical person debate. And I find that almost head scratching. Well, here's the problem is that there are, there are essentially consider that old two by two product matrix that Steve jobs used to trot out. Right. Uh, except instead of like, you know, the, the Mac, intersection of art and technology, the one that was like Mac good, portable good, better, desktop. Best. No, no, no. The pro versus consumer. <laughs> oh, Mac. Oh, oh, okay. You know, yeah. it's like a two by two grid. Right. And so I think your two by two things here are, law and technology and so you get people who know about technology people who know about law and then a very small subset of people who know about both law and technology which is actually (laughs) most of us don't know about yeah exactly most of us are in the don't know anything about either of these um and so i think this is interesting because there are like so many different arguments mashed up into this case um, that it's really hard to tell sometimes what is actually at stake here and because like lex you're like you kind of you know alluded to there, I think this is so heavily polarized that it's really hard at this point. It doesn't seem like there is a middle ground. I'm not convinced that's true. But it's like, easier to use your iPhone to get an abortion right now. I would say <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> no sponsors this week, huh? That's yeah, correct. Right. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> no sponsors ever again after this episode. <laughs> no, they're back you next week. They're back next week. <laughs> There were going to be some, and then the minute Alex said abortion, there were, no, it, there were instantly were none. There's actually a pretty cool abortion app on the show next week. It, uh, <laughs> oh my god! An oh, you're setting the stage. Uh, you're setting this. It's foreshadowing. I'm hooked up to a blood pressure monitor right now, and I wish you guys could see it. It's just it's going right through yeah. the roof. Oh man! See, uh, now you just had your heat fixed. You don't even need your heat fixed anymore. Nope, nope. I feel pretty warm. <laughs> you're sweating. But, uh, it's like Donald Trump, the next president of the United States, thinks Apple should unlock the phone. I want to leave. Uh, Bill Gates for twelve minutes thought that Apple should unlock the phone. Well, and now says or they he reported. That. They reported that. Right. Did you say? Did, did Beyonce? They reported, they weigh reported in? the things did that someone he said. Say, Beyonce has an opinion on this. Can we get her to weigh in? Uh, she thinks that if if the FBI likes the phone so much, they should put a ring on it. Ooh, that was her. Good opinion. call. Good call. So I was just talking. I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine who is a fairly Look technical minded person and works at a a large computer company. Um, which shall not be named. Which shall not be named. It's not. We we'll call him Schmill Schmiller. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. it's called. <laughs> uh, it's and, called Abortion Apps Inc. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, 
And his question, or the the sort of sticking point for him was, because uh, he, I mean, he wanted to sort of, he was arguing the slippery slope argument is a weak argument. I think that's the crux of this, and that's the big problem, is that... It's not even, well, it's not even a slippery slope. It's just... Legal it's precedent. Like, they've, yeah. They've already, like, the, the story came out on Tuesday saying, uh, also, there's 12 more phones we want to unlock. Right, right. I mean, this is this is so clearly not about one phone. Right. And that's the thing is like, could the FBI narrow their request to in like, you know, I don't. And this is the problem. None of us are lawyers, obviously. But could it be stated in such a way as to say this is not precedent? We're just doing it for in this the one phone. Like, I don't like, know uh, if that's legal. Bush, like Bush v. Gore. Right. Like the yeah. Supreme Court's decision on Bush v. Gore. Exactly. This is a non-precedent setting decision. Um, well, and, but I mean, that's they would just I mean, even doing that and saying it's no precedent would still set the precedent, right? They would just say, okay, let's do another it's case stupid. and argue the same reasons right. again. Yeah, because, and get yeah it. I mean, all the people, all the people who are already for it are going to say, oh, you already did it once. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know if there, I don't I know if that's people. avoidable. Uh, what's shocking to me, honestly, is I have local friends believe it. That's the shocking part. Yeah. I have, I, I have <laughs> local friends <laughs> and uh, a buddy put me on a group text with one other friend. So three, two, my two closest friends here in New Jersey. And the guy says, Oh, I'm so furious. I think we should. And this was like the day the story came out. I'm so furious. Apple's got to unlock that phone, and we should all boycott Apple if they don't. And I was like, Your friend is Donald no. Trump. Yeah, my friend is Donald <laughs> Trump. And I'm like, No, 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 no. Chris You're Christy. dead wrong for these eight thousand reasons. Like I, I, I sent back like a nice little five paragraph essay, uh, and figuring, well, the other friend who is a lawyer will clearly <laughs> side with me. And now you have no friends in your life. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, it was all very cordial, actually. Um, one of them said, Lex, are we still friends? And I said, well, you sent me, you, you made me LOL multiple times in one day. Of course, we're still friends <laughs> from your hilarious arguments about why Apple should unlock this phone. But now he's not my friend. Uh, Local but, friends the, do not listen to this podcast, apparently. <laughs> I'm sure they don't. Uh, otherwise, they would be right-headed about this. But, you know, they, they were really, and I was like, to me, this argument is like Apple saying, or I'm sorry, like the FBI saying, hey, put one lock on all your doors that we can unlock. Now, obviously, the FBI could get into your house if they wanted to anyway, even if they couldn't unlock it. But supposing they couldn't, like, we want to just have one key that can get us into everybody else's house. And they're like, that's fine, man. The world is a dangerous place. You got to let the FBI in. I'm like, if you really feel that way, give me your phone and your computer for two hours and let me <laughs> unlock them for me and do whatever you want. And I do whatever I want with them. And nobody took me up on that bet. <laughs> Weirdly enough. Well, yeah. and so here's where the conflation comes in. It's like, you know, this started out a lot of people objecting to the idea of a backdoor into encryption, which I am firmly opposed, you know, to and have written about um, a bunch of times. But there's a question as to whether or not there is any encryption involved in this particular procedure. Um, because, you know, it's not that that phone is, uh, well, I don't know. It's it's unclear um, because the question is, could they could they they're not asking them to crack the phone they're asking them to make alterations to the firmware that lets them try to brute force the, the phone more efficiently mm -hmm. the slash without right? erasing it right. right yeah uh and that's you know they could have asked for a lot more in some ways right <laughs> um and yet i don't know it's 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 really weird too because it's like I don't. I agree with all the arguments about setting legal precedent and about the fact that the government is overreaching on this. And yet, part of me is like, man, if we could just help them unlock this one phone and not set any precedent, this would all go away. Except until the next time it comes up. <laughs> Why didn't they just take the dead guy's finger and put it on the phone like right away? <laughs> doesn't doesn't have touch ID. It's a five C. Yeah. Well, that's why then. <laughs> Well, and, and that's the thing. Honestly, you know, that's you joke. But if this were a newer phone. 
they could just do that because once you're dead, you don't have any rights to privacy. So they can't wait for too long. Stick a battery in his mouth and put his thumb on the phone. Okay. Uh, (laughs) What are you, Donald Rumsfeld? uh, (laughs) I'm just saying um, he has to be, he has to have a charge, right? No, I mean, you could also fake the, I mean, we've, we've seen already people defeat the touch ID thing, right? Like that's not hard. You know, like, if they really wanted to. That's the thing is like in all these things, that's what it keeps coming back to is like if they really wanted to, there are a bunch of ways they could crack this. They just are uh, kind of lazy. And oh, cheap. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're tr- right. Right. They're trying to they're basically try. I mean, and they went through that whole thing where they reset the password, the iCloud password. Uh, because- that was so dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, now I, I kind of get resetting the password and nobody's I haven't seen people talk about it. like I, I would imagine if you don't know if they're working with anybody else and you don't want anything to get deleted, you change the password so that nobody else can mess around with it, right? Like that, that to me almost seems like smart. Is that why way. they did it though? Or did uh, they? Nobody's saying, but to me, that would probably, like I was thinking about it, like to me, that's probably standard part of it, right? Like if you fire an employee, you got to change all the passwords for everything that all the employees knew the passwords for because you want to make sure that they can't yeah. come in and do anything bad, yeah, right? But so if, F- if you don't know if they're working with a team, you got to reset the password, right? So do they? So do they? Then they must have access to older uh, iCloud backups. Yes. Exactly. They, they have access to older so iCloud they have, backups. So they have like a six-week-old backup or something like yeah. that, right? And I'm totally cool with Apple being able to say under subpoena, under warrant, that they would give up a uh, an iCloud backup. Like that makes sense. Yeah. Same way you can bust right. in somebody's house and you can get at their stuff. You can force sure. the bank with a warrant to open up a safety deposit box. Like that makes sense to me. Well, well, why is that? See, okay. Now here's my question for you. Why? Why is that a differentiation for you? Because you know, if that information is there and not encrypted, then all of, you know, what makes that different from your phone to you? Well, so I will tell you that my actual objection here is a court enforcing a court. It's not actually the privacy concern. That's my primary one. It's to me, it's a court telling Apple, uh, you have to devote development resources, to something you don't want to do to help this law enforcement agency. Uh, the privacy piece is secondary to me. Like, I don't want anybody who gets access to FBI OS to be able to install it on any phone and get into it. Like, I like that you have to have, because once you have the software, you don't need the warrant anymore, right? Like, even if you need the warrant legally, you don't need the warrant to unlock the phone once you have the software. You do need the the warrant or else Apple's not going to give you a But if the FBI OS is specific to one phone. For how long? Well, yeah, but the question is if if Apple develops it and it was created to specifically unlock, like, you know, it's limited to one single phone. Granted, yes. Is that technologically feasible? I don't know. Possibly. The the difference is they have the password to the iCloud account. That's the difference. They don't have the password to the phone. And because they don't have the password to the phone, they want Apple to make a new operating system or, you know, or disrupt the firmware in order to let them guess it a million times to get the password to the phone. So if if they did not have the password to the iCloud account, I think it would be the same problem. Well, but they can just get into that because that's not encrypted. Right. Apple will under Apple, yeah, warrant. They will give that. Oh, under warrant, they will give you yep. the password Absolutely. to the iCloud account? No, no they'll, they'll give, just you, the give you the iCloud backup. They'll give you the data oh, the from the, oh, okay. the iCloud. Yeah. So your data okay. is not like, okay. And so the parts of this, and this is where we get into thorny issues, right? Like I read a very long piece, which I did not necessarily agree with, but the point I did find somewhat compelling is like, Look, you know, you don't have you don't nec- you have a right to privacy. You don't necessarily have a right to like data that no one else can ever ever access. You know, right. this kind of gets into what we talked about with the uh, a couple weeks ago with the woman who had to get the Apple a quarter to break into her dead husband's right. account. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there's nothing you can have. Like, if you have something in a safe, 
or a safe deposit box or hidden under your mattress. Like there are no rights precluding the FBI or other law enforcement from getting a warrant, searching your place and using that as evidence, right? They could right. go if through. If you've done something wrong. Well, if you're oh, suspected yeah, yeah. of a crime. All, in all of these. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's actually Any nothing day. to stop. <laughs> okay. But, but I mean, uh, you know, they could go through all your photo albums. They could go through your music library, like all your CDs, right? Like, you know, I think the, the problem is that we're talking about something that's digital that uh, someone made a good point about. I'm trying to remember where I read it. But like, because all the stuff is digital now, it's really cheap and easy to do this. And so that's what makes it kind of scary because it used to be surveillance was expensive and difficult because it was you had to like send people to go do these things right and now because you can do it virtually from anywhere because it's all digital it's a lot easier right Uh, but uh, so like to me the challenge is i don't know if it's technically feasible like to me if it's going to be technically limited to one app to one phone then somewhere in the software you can say if phone id equals yes. this phone's id and somebody goes in and changes it and now it's good for everybody's phone um and like if you want to come snoop in my house it's harder for you to do that and not get caught than it is for you in fbi headquarters to unlock a phone with software whether you're permitted sure. to it or not and like i generally trust law enforcement i appreciate what the fbi is trying to do and i think the fbi has even a right to say hey we want apple to do this and i think the courts have to say no you can't do this um i think it's a fine thing for law enforcement to ask and just not for apple to be compelled to comply but it doesn't make sense for me to say well, hey you must mm-hmm. develop the software for us <laughs> and uh in, obviously as soon as that software exists it could be used by anybody also has mcafee finished I, cracking the phone yet by the way just checking. i don't mind that they ask i think the way that they're asking is unacceptable i mean i think casting you know <laughs> they should have said casting aspersions what? well no i mean they're 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 framing this as like apple is supporting terrorism i mean if you listen particularly if you listen to uh that district attorney from new york um you know to hear that guy talking it's like apple loves al-qaeda and isis and has <laughs> you know the, the thing that makes me money yeah, apple started to write with a lowercase i and then capital s <laughs> yeah. and lowercase so I there was a, there was a there was an editorial cartoon that had um oh. I, ipod oh, iphone ipad isis oh, oh. so clever no so it's just like the worst uh, i was gonna say that you know i think that the interesting um aspect of that and I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> you totally derailed me, Maltz. Jesus. Um, no, ah, crap. <laughs> Usually I'm really good. I can just talk through until I remember what I want to say. But I totally lost the thread of my argument there. You're wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, well, I was talking about the tone of their, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. All right. So the, what makes me more concerned about this from the FBI perspective is that the context of having seen James Comey, the FBI director, talking several times in the past year or so about how bad encryption is and how and like how Congress should pass laws requiring phone companies to put back doors in, right? Like that's that's kind of what this is getting conflated with is that there are, mm-hmm. there have been all these attempts and requests to essentially compromise encryption over the last year. And so when even though this may not be directly the same thing, it's it strikes towards the same goal, right? And I think that's what spooks a lot of people, myself included, is that it does seem like this is the this is the thin end of the wedge because that doesn't have any traction yet. But we do have those, right. you know, we talked about they they do have those bills before a couple of the state like legislatures trying to penalize phone companies who haven't built in backdoors. So yeah, it's the trend I think is the is the most mm-hmm. concerning part. But 
Yeah, and I, I don't know. Is it? Could you do like? What if you create like hypothetically? Your Apple, you create this hacked firmware. You use it once, like under your supervision. You delete it. Like, <laughs> is that feasible, or do we just think like because it's digital and so easy to make copies, the chances that that would not, you know, could be controlled or just near zero? I think it's pretty close to zero. And yeah. I mean, you know, maybe if they did it on their premises, it would be a little bit better, but still. And then you're just, you're, I, I think the legal precedent, I mean, they don't do that Bush v. Gore thing very often. Right. <laughs> I don't see that. I don't see that happening. And, and, uh, and, and besides, that's not what the FBI wants. I mean, truly, the FBI does not want that. Right. Like they want, <laughs> they are trying, they are literally trying to set precedent here. Would, like, so, do we so actually that's, that's think- not on the table. Set aside what these guys did, right? Like the the like the, I think I think I can speak for all three rebound hosts and guy English when I say that uh, terrorists are bad. Um, whoa, whoa, but, whoa, whoa! Well, I don't know. He is um, Canadian. I mean, right? Uh, but he might take exception to that. What's the data? We, like, let's say that they had a very current iCloud backup. Let's say they had, you know, the day before his iCloud backup. What's the data that's not in the iCloud backup that they feel they could gain access to? If they had the ability to brute force the pin, because like for me, my most secure apps have their own security built into them. Candy Crush, Candy Crush scores. <laughs> well, that's the problem too, right? Is like they don't know. They're just like, well, there could be stuff there that we don't know that we'd really like to see, right? They don't necessarily have any concrete evidence that there's stuff in there. That's the problem. You can't prove a negative, right? So there's no way to tell them there is no further information there. But they also can't argue. Well, you know, there might be more contacts. Can you that he prove developed. that you can't prove a negative? <laughs> no, maybe. Okay, I don't checking. know. So I don't know. It seems uh, I, I agree with you. I don't know what information they're going to get from there. I, the, the the hilarious part of that is the is the end where they get if they ever actually get access to this, you know, open it all up. Be like, nope, we have. There's like a couple new selfies in here. <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Because, I mean, no, I assume man. that the other... Th- well, I mean, you know, just thinking... Take selfies when they're basically going on a suicide mission. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I assume... My guess is they want to see what his cross-road high score yeah. is and stuff like that. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they presumably can get access to all his email through the server side of things. They can presumably... The, the texts are much more difficult because right. iMessage is actually encrypted end-to-end, although... I believe there is some contention over whether or not it's possible for Apple. I think they'd have to insert, they'd have to, again, have to do something to make that. Like, they have all the ingredients to to decrypt iMessage stuff, but they don't have a mechanism for doing so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Apple can't decrypt iMessages. Like, I think that if you... Well, that, that's the you, idea. They, yeah, right. They, I believe it is not impossible for them to cre- do something like what they're being asked to do with the phone, where they could create a system by which they decrypt them. I, there was a whole long article about this a year or two ago. They just don't have that system in place, so it's not... Again, the FBI would have to come to them and be like, make a backdoor so we can read all this stuff. And they'd be like, no, we're not going to do that. Right. And what's crazy is, is like, it's certainly the case, even if it weren't already, it probably already was well before the story came out, but that Apple would love to be in a position where it can't help, right? Apple oh, would yeah. love to be able to say, yeah. we can't get in. And it's, it's tricky to yeah. devise security de- encryption that you can't break yourself, that you can't right. hack they're, your way around. But they're going to keep trying, right? And they, yeah, they'll right. get they're to a point where they can say, we can't do anything. <laughs> we, right. Nope. <laughs> They've, they, they've got it to the point where it's, it's you know, with the newer phones, where it's so difficult that I think that there's just no reasonable way to be asked to do that. 
Um, and the problem, their weak points are still things like the backups, right? Because those are not encrypted. So, you know, every, if everything on your phone is being backed up to iCloud anyways, but you could back up to iTunes and encrypt your own backup there too, right? So, you know, in theory, you could make it, like you said, it's, it's, it's probably not, it's probably pretty close to impossible to, to like. Supposedly, Backblaze says that they can't access my backups because they're encrypted, right? Like they say that they're encrypted and only I'm able to decrypt them. Like they can send me a disk, but I can't actually get at the stuff unless I decrypt it or something locally. If I choose that option. In theory, um, yes. Uh, it depends so who Apple holds the keys is, the, is always the big question. And yeah, there are, some, there are some setups that are more secure than others because they depend on keys that you have. The issue right. then becomes, in theory, can, the, can a law enforcement agency basically get a warrant to have you turn over your key in the same way that they could get, you a, get a warrant to have you turn over the key to your house? Right. Because they can compel you to, they can compel you to unlock your but phone. But if I have the key and I'm dead, now you can't get it. Well, unless it's secure with Touch ID, in which case, yeah, it's all set. <laughs> or you write it down somewhere. They can't compel you to unlock your phone as a human, I don't think, as a living citizen. I think you can't be forced to put in your passcode. Not your passcode. But you can, you but can your, your they fingerprint. Can phys- they can do physical stuff, they right? Can, so they right. could they actually press your, they could, they, yeah, right, they could press your thumb against the thing yeah so attention criminals hold down that restart button well that's the thing yeah right anytime you get you get arrested <laughs> if you're just tuning your in this is the aiding criminals podcast <laughs> well not everybody's a criminal i mean not everybody who gets arrested is a criminal i mean think about think of all the people think of all the people in ferguson who got arrested all the people who listen to our show are criminals john <laughs> solidarity my friends well i'm pretty sure we solved this problem are there any other problems we want to solve today i don't think there's anything else even worth talking about today i mean it does seem like a total shit show do we have any idea how this ends i mean it goes to a judge uh yeah it probably ends in the supreme court hilariously which probably ends in a 4-4 tie which probably means it defaults back to whatever the superior court appeals court appellate court whatever the level right below it rules so yeah so cringely cringely wrote this piece saying okay why do we even he thinks the entire thing is a setup by the administration because it all started happening after um scalia died So he thinks the whole thing is a setup by the administration because they want it to go to the court because they believe that it will fail. And then uh, that's a, that's then a pri- risky privacy play. will be protected. Yeah, exactly. I know. That's like, a what if con. it doesn't? <laughs> at least at least if nothing else, we can feel pretty confident that Tim Cook isn't responsible for Scalia's death. Because until now I wasn't sure, but now that can I know we? this theory. Can we? Yeah. Did did yeah. anyone check his alibi? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I need his pin code. <laughs> Uh, did you guys change from uh, from six digit codes to to passphrases on your phones yet? Oh, I did that. I think I did that the first time I got uh, Touch ID. I did that, and then I went back, and uh, I got to go back. Ooh, I'm You're, doing it right now as we speak. I uh, I only have a six digit one on my iPad because I'm lazy. You, you don't keep all your custom your, your criminal code. texts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, my guess is Apple does away with pins too. Like well, they, they tried. Wanted... Yeah, they they bumped they bumped it up to default six. Although you can still go back to four to four. Yeah, right. No, but I'm saying like I think they'll get rid of the numbers, right? Because even six, if they a- end up having to comply, six you can break. It might take a couple years. It takes a lot. Yeah, it takes a lot longer than four. But yes, but like 
um, the passcode, well, the passphrase takes like effectively unless forever. Have, unless yeah, you, you have can't. wipe, unless you have it to set to wipe after ten tries. Right. But if you, if but I'm if, saying if they have to break that, yeah. if they lose that battle, uh, use new passcode as iCloud security code. I don't know. I guess it's even better <laughs> not to, right? Jeez, why are you giving me so many questions, Apple? Yeah, I don't so that's know. why. That's why I'm not doing it on the air. Use same code. Yeah. Does it? Did it ask you? Did it ask you if you're doing anything illegal right now? <laughs> It's it's what are uh-huh. you planning, Friedman? Is what the current dialogue book says. Uh, um, All right, where, I did. Where's, it. Good, I where's a good place to hide a body? <laughs> oh wow! Look at that. Now it's a whole different screen on my lock screen. I never saw that one before. Oh, and now yeah. you've. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Does anybody know what my old pin was? Because I, I don't need it anymore. I was going to make a. I was going to make a callback, but I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh no i don't want your old pen okay i don't want your sloppy seconds you guys use an apple pay a lot <laughs> actually you know i'm using it i'm using it a lot more because like you I, going I to mcdonald's before more? the foo-foo no the foo-foo uh grocery store around here just started using it so um i pull the wa- pull the watch out every time i go to the grocery store I had a cool experience with Apple Pay at the Apple Store, one of the very few places I successfully use Apple Pay, uh, that and Walgreens. And when I was at the Apple Store, I was there because my phone screen had been smashed and needed replacing. And they replaced it. But to replace it, they have to wipe your phone um, because of the hardware testing that they do after they replace the screen for whatever reason. So, And they're like, we see you're running a, an iOS 9 beta. We're not going to be able to restore to that. We're going to restore it. And I'm like, it's fine. Just do what you have to do. And when they gave back the phone, the phone is wiped, right? And I still have my Apple Watch on, which I'll need to repair. But I'm like, hey, do you think I can use my Apple Watch to Apple pay you right now for this repair? Which was only $150, which I thought was going to be worse. And she's like, I don't know, since it's not paired to your phone. And guess what? It totally worked. Wow. But did they have to replace your Touch ID sensor? No, thankfully no. <laughs> yeah, did we talk about that last time? Yeah, we, ha- yeah, we have we talked did. about it. Although now we're on. Not, I not love that that issue totally flip flopped. Now and like, oh, Apple Apple doesn't want doesn't care about your security. <laughs> oh wait, Apple does care. Oh, I don't even know. People are people are fickle. People are the worst. People are the people worst. people are the worst kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> people who you guys like in your new Apple TV still? Do you get a lot of use out of those? I use it every day. I do use um, it every day too. But I have not. I can't think of the last time I played a game on it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh Yeah, um, I pretty much never play games on it. Do you still hate the remote, or do you like the remote? I think it's. I personally think it's fine for what I use it for. I've been I mean, using it watching TV. Oh, you use Universal. Um, You're not know, scrubbing by accident on the remote. Fine. No. Okay. No, I mean, I don't usually scrub. I mean, I don't usually. I you know, I turn the show on and I put the remote down. So, I don't know what everybody else's problem is. <laughs> <laughs> it's people. People are the problem. That's what we're learning. I can tell you this. If there were no people, Apple wouldn't have to unlock that phone. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured some, like, Twilight Zone story that ends with Tim Cook, like, pressing a button, and then, like, it, every everything else in the world disappears, and it turns out that Tim Cook is the last man alive. <laughs> So, if you're, if we're taking bets, no money on the line, where do you think the story ends? Does Apple end up getting compelled to unlock the phone or no? What are your uh, What are your votes? Uh, shit, shit, man, I, I don't know. I am a I am a pessimist. Yeah. Um, I like being a pessimist because when then when 
things turn out well, I'm pleasantly surprised. And when they don't turn out well, well, I, then I was proven correct. <laughs> so I'm going to say that Apple gets compelled to open the phone. Uh, I think it's, I think it goes all the way up. So I think we've got a while before this gets decided. I think, cause I think it's just going to keep getting appealed up to the Supreme court. And I think ultimately, I think ultimately, I think they, they will get away with it, not having to unlock it. I'm going to take the opposing view to John. Hmm. That way I can be disappointed. <laughs> the the right. juice you say. Um, I, I lean a little more in on this. Um, I think <laughs> more than a else, little lesson. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that if Apple were to be compelled to do it, that it would be somehow to a, uh, it'll be not fully satisfying to the FBI, that this won't be it. That exactly to your point, John, that they, as much as the FBI wants this to be a precedent setting case, that if the courts were to rule and say that Apple does have to unlock the phone, that it would do so with all the restrictions the FBI claims it's okay with, but is not. So you think this is basically the equivalent of a teenage love affair where the FBI is really, really pursuing Apple really hard and finally gets them and is like, no, it turns out that's not what I wanted anyway. Nice. I would watch that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Apple standing outside in the rain holding up a boombox. It's an iPod iPod high five, please. (laughs) And you know what it's playing, by the way. You too. (laughs) Oh, no. I did did appreciate all the jokes about the, like, anyone want to know how to get into an iPhone? Just ask you too. They're in all of our iPhones. (laughs) Uh, Calling it back all the way to episode one, guys. That's right. Speaking of which, <laughs> which episode is this? Is this? <laughs> oh, it's only seventy-four. Episode... No one cares about that. So oh, okay. next week well, we'll talk it. about. Well, next week we'll. It's the celebrate. other. It's the other one that we're getting up to episode one hundred this week. That's right. Yeah. Whatever. I don't for care about I, that show. I, I, for a minute, I had a little bit of panic because I I didn't want this episode to be episode one hundred. <laughs> well, I'm not ready for it to end. <laughs> That's the... why, with as good as this episode is, you don't want this to be the hundredth. I think we should did save any, this. Did anything else happen in in tech this week? No. Um, Mark Zuckerberg went to that room full of cyborgs. <laughs> My favorite part of that picture, incidentally, so, is the guy who is closest to him in the aisle, I think, has this cartoony frown on his face. It's literally like an upside-down U. <laughs> he just looks so unhappy. <laughs> that's, the, that's the terrible thing about this VR feature. Everybody looks like idiots wearing those things. <laughs> I always yeah, but you the, can't see that you do. I always picture I know, the picture of... Uh, yeah. I always imagine the picture of Greg Noss wearing the VR goggles. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No, it's pretty, no, it's pretty amazing. I'll, I'm gonna pay. Wow. Is, is that, that something we can put in the? Sh- is that something oh, we can yeah, put in the show notes? That is totally something we can put in the show notes. <laughs> so, uh, well, <laughs> well, some people, some 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 friends of ours on Twitter were, um, you know, were upset that people were making fun of. Uh, You're talking about Adam Lissagor. I'm talking about Adam and Nevin. Yeah, they, they the were both, grand uh, defenders like, like lay off lay off the um the nerds and the goggles no listen if it looks if, if it's a fun experience i don't care if i look stupid doing it i mean half my life is doing fun things that i look stupid doing i'm fine with that <laughs> i mean it's coming whether you want it or not anyway so you know right at some point don't, it'll don't. just happen right on your glasses but you gotta wait for that yeah, okay. I don't, so I, I have I have now tried tried one. <gasps> um, I got the. Is this um, even the real molts, or is this only a virtual molts? <laughs> so I got the Viewmaster thing, and I've been playing. Ah, yes, that. which um, I have. Is that? Oh, did you get that? Okay, That's, yeah, we, yeah, we, we talked. We, we, we talked about, about that. Try to keep up, John. <laughs> <laughs> have I been on this podcast? Before? <laughs> uh, no, it must have been a guy English episode. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, as predicted, it makes me nauseous. <laughs> like the, that, the design which is terrible, of it, you just which don't is terrible because I downloaded the Sports Illustrated swimsuit, uh, <laughs> which is which is because I, I was trying a whole bunch of them out. Um, uh huh. That one, I think that one is actually one of For the best the because it's vi- because it's video. Yeah, I'm writing an article about it. Um, <laughs> And so many of them are just, just static. I'm uh, just static picturing images. John like just looking at pictures of swimsuit models and vomiting. <laughs> I know that's the, that's the terrible thing. It's like I'm looking at these women in these skimpy bikinis, and I'm just like going, "Feel sick." Ah, <laughs> uh, Karen has trained you well. Uh, I don't feel. I don't feel so good. Uh, so our virtuality feature is already disappointing, is what you're saying. If you want a really well, I'm bad just, experience, I am concerned. I am concerned because if this is the future, I, I this is this could be the hill that I die on. But <laughs> if, if you want a really bad experience with the uh, that thing, and why wouldn't you? The mm-hmm. uh, Crossy VR app, which is a ripoff of Crossy Road, oh, okay. in kind of VR mode, um, <laughs> that will you will just be vomiting copiously. So excellent, excellent. I am. I'm. Da- I'm going to download that right after we're off. The so year. you downloaded the free Sports <laughs> Illustrated Swimsuit 2016 app, and then paid yeah. two dollars to unlock the virtual reality upgrade. No, no. Some of the virtual reality stuff was free. Oh, well, there's, there's there more. Go. At least at the time I got it, I didn't pay anything for that. I wasn't going to pay anything for that. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you did pay for it, the FBI is going to find out sooner or later, so you can admit it now. I don't think I paid. For it. Maybe I did. I'll have to, I'll have to check. I'll have to check Either my way, records. you paid for it, right? Because you ended I'll have up to puking. Check my so, uh, you know, you paid the price anyway. Anyway, yeah, right, right. I paid the price in nausea. <laughs> That's like uh, if you watch Game of Thrones. There's the the, the iron price. And the, uh, the ah, crap, I forgot the other, but the, uh, the, yeah, the, the, the price in nausea, that's pretty good. Price. <laughs> that's a better deal than most of them get on that, on that show. I don't uh, know if someone came to you and said, you can, you can have, uh, you know, a million dollars, but you're just going to be nauseous for the rest of your life. Like how high would you have to go? That's my question. No, I know. There's no, there is literally no price. Okay. I literally have already taken that deal. <laughs> I would not take any money to, at all to do that. Are you sure? For a billion yeah. dollars, you wouldn't take lifelong for nausea? The rest of, for the rest of my life? <laughs> like, is it constant nausea? Are you puking or yeah, do you just feel like well, you're going to puke? That's, what's we're, that's what we're talking about. No, just like, even just like queasy. I'm not being, I'm not being queasy for the rest of my life. Oh, uh, for a billion so dollars? No, absolutely. no, not for, no, not for any, I, you, I cannot, my, my uh, inner ear cannot be bought. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the show's over. <laughs> oh, this got so fucked up. <laughs>